welcome to the podcast where Alex and I have actually been talking for 40 minutes already. <laughs> My favorite time of the day. The sorcery of editing. Um, I would say welcome to you, but again, you've already been here. Mm-hmm. Um, some things to come. Alex's RSV problem mm-hmm. and uh, a little Toledo food truck or not. Less money, mo problems. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm... I, I, I have a suggestion that might help Alex. The example of um, food truck or not, I I did go with that one, uh, some innuendo, <laughs> a couple other ones, lick my taco. Oh, God, no. She's over easy. Oh, my God. Are these women owned? I hope so. I no, hope I, these are women owned businesses. I think I, 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 I kind of made these up. These are the ones. Oh, you that, made them up. I I might have even flick the bean. Yes. <laughs> and would it would it be a what kind of food truck would it be? Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I need so I need a women owned business to get it done. Get it done. Grinders would be perfect for them to have something like this and like have a food truck or a food stand or a, co- or a coffee stand. Get on it. Not dirty, but pizza, but no pineapple. You can't really do a pizza food truck, right? Because everything is made right there. You probably can. You just—they probably have to be small pizzas that people have to expect to wait, you know, five minutes for or something. Maybe that's kind of like I think Rosie's has things yeah. like that. They don't not pizza that but run some, through that little oven. Yeah, probably. I mean they, they have great resources. Um, let me hit you with a very. This is. You know that, and we talked about this last week with the Demi Lovato thing. Um, (laughs) I am very measured with what I throw out into the ether. Good. And I always think, if someone misread this from another part of the country and just wanted to light up the world, Mm -hmm. could they? And then if that's the case, I reword it or pull it back. Mm Mm-hmm. This is one of those things that I'll have a discussion with you, and I wouldn't have done it by myself because I need you to soften this, to bring in your opinion. I'd be glad to provide my services. Um, Serena Williams is retiring. She's <gasps> evolving. You didn't hear this? No. She wrote something somewhere. WTOL, where's the, where's the breaking news alert? This is breaking news worthy. Well, we're still watching the FBI raid the former president. No, <laughs> if they told me Olivia Newton-John died, then oh. Selena Williams is just as newsworthy. S- Serena, Serena Williams. Oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, she is evolving away from tennis, as she called it. Okay. Um, He's pulling a Naomi. Osaka. Well, I'm just kidding. I, mean, I wanted to, I just wanted to. Notice, notice she has not played as much recently. No. She's taking care of her mental health. Good for her. It, it's okay to go. This is not for me. <laughs> but Serena is probably, it has to be the greatest women's tennis player of all time. It might not even be close. She is probably, all things considered, I haven't, it's probably a little too liberal to say top 10 athlete ever but mm-hmm. i think it's safer to say top 25 america uh, top 25 athlete in history yes like you're sure. talking like 20th century stuff um this is my my strong opinion the greatest male or female t- female tennis player of my lifetime is roger federer mm-hmm. simply because like serena i'll walk it back a little bit to me, Michael Jordan will always be the greatest basketball player ever mm. because LeBron James could beat the snot out of him. 
he's different physical presence. Okay. Different time as well. Um, there are people, I have friends, Lion friends, who think that Calvin Johnson is the greatest receiver ever. Megatron. Like, not a chance. Jerry Rice, who was like 6'1", 220 pounds or whatever. Just smaller in stature. And Roger Federer, Roger Federer was just that. Serena had, as you, as I like to say, genetic affluence, where she was a different kind of athlete from who she competed against. But she, in my opinion, she had, and I, I don't know, I hear the Michael Jordan, LeBron James argument, and I always lean towards LeBron James because he's competing against a different caliber of athlete, in my opinion. So I think LeBron would be considered the better athlete of Mike, the two. Michael Jordan played against, they're all peers. But there's skill. The skill. And that's what, Jordan had more skill. Mm. I think Roger Federer might have had more skill than any tennis player ever lived. What makes Serena phenomenal to me, and I'm not shading her by any means, but Serena probably weighs a lot more than, and I mean, she she's physically fit. That's muscle yeah. I'm referring to. Absolutely. Like and so she, what she can do with her body is insane compared to anyone else. I'll give you a great example, which I think supports my point. Mm -hmm. She can do things more powerfully, mm -hmm. better athletically, more strength, more velocity mm -hmm. than Venus Williams. She can. I agree. And and that I think has just given her like a, a, a genetic leg up. And I'm not denigrating her at, at all. There were some, well, there were probably some great women tennis, women's tennis players during mm -hmm. the era of Venus. Not that I can think of as much, but I, it was kind of interesting when I was growing up as a kid. I loved watching like Andre Agassi mm -hmm. and buying his shoes and Pete mm -hmm. Sampras. And I thought they were like just the greatest. There was like an American golden era of men's tennis. And then along comes Federer and Nadal, who mm -hmm. has a physical presence over Federer. But that's why to me, when I, when I do these kinds of things, I think of skill. And I would put Michael Jordan's skill, sorry, up against LeBron's. But that's not to denigrate Serena at all. 23-time... Um, Grand Slam champion, very likely the greatest women's tennis player ever, and maybe even more important than that, using her stature and success to empower women and uh, people of color and so many people who haven't had a chance, and she gave them hope and yes. guided them and inspired them. But you're a little too young for this, but you'll get the analogy. It is very comparable to what Tiger Woods did in a lot of ways. So I'm not that young. I do remember Tiger Woods. I remember we watched, we never watched golf and we watched golf when Tiger came into the picture. And so that actually was a lot of why my brothers were interested in golf because my brother Carl, I believe, did not play golf really until that time and my brother buddy Julius um, ended up playing golf and on the golf team so he was a team member um, and still plays they just went on Sunday um, but I, I do I love uh, Serena and Venus I remember that and I think that there's something to say that when you are and I've experienced this before like when you're playing a sport that is I was a swimmer, an active swimmer, until I was in my late teens. And it's really hard being one of the only people of color and being really good at that. And it's you. there's a lot of judgment that you get. Um, and there's something to say about going into the sport and dominating and you and your family being having a right to be there, even though people, not everybody, but a lot of people are looking at you like you don't. And so they represent so much. So her retirement would be like, huge in my opinion like and it should be something huge like abc special huge or something like that but that's um, why i'm kind of 
surprised you missed the news today. Like, I completely I, missed I, it. I couldn't. I couldn't get away from this. It was. It was. It was everywhere. Like on news sites. Shocking. And with how detailed and eloquently you put that is exactly why, at least to me, phenomenal tennis player. There will be very few like her ever again. But what she meant to people. From her success off the court and beyond mm-hmm. is so much more important. And I think what I love so much is like she has a black woman's body. Like we, it's just a fact. Like we know that our bodies. You mean a big ass? N- in general, like the muscles and the features, and so she moves as if she's this small, agile little thing, and she's this strong, dominant, powerful. The braids, the the character, everything about it was just perfection in my opinion the entire way through and a celebration um every time so it's she's definitely deserving of a retirement um i'm just a little sad that she's doing it she's gonna get her um she's gonna get her victory lap uh deservedly so um I mean, there's other female athletes, black female athletes, specifically Simone Biles. Like, if she's such a powerhouse. And um, the young lady that received a lot of criticism, I believe her name is Mia. She was a ballerina. You know, she performed in an historical ballet, first black woman to do it. And they didn't want her to do it because her muscles, she was too muscular. And it's like she can't control her physical body. You know, it's just genetic. But anyway, um, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the best athletes ever and some some badass Nike commercials. Yeah. Um we'll keep this short. Um good for Tre- Chief Crawl retiring. He gets to go into Grandpaville and do more podcast visits. What did, is he going to do did, though? He, he's good. Is he going to join uh former Chief Bird and Angel? I think he's going to take some vacation. Oh, after are you, obviously. Are after you that. are you friends with him on Facebook? Uh, we're not. I don't Cra- think we're Facebook friends. He though. he loves that grandson of his. Does Grandson's he? That's a, so sweet. Probably about a year and a half, and you can just look at him, and that little boy is his respite from two nightmarish years. Where look, there have been some missteps, but I think more more than anything, um, nobody's ever going to get an get get an A plus all the time in that job and, and many other jobs of that stature. But I think more than anything from the times we've chatted with him and whatever, decent human being. Doing mm-hmm. the best that he can in very trying times. He, if anybody deserves to retire after the last couple of years, have at it, enjoy it. Is are we gonna have him on the show more? That would be lovely. That's what I tweeted if he has him. Less restrictions. He, he prob I he I think he made the announcement on Twitter and then he probably threw his phone into the river. But I did tweet at him. Good, we're podcasting in grandpa time. That's fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, I, I would as long as and I can't think the Uvalde people. Yeah. Like how they botched that, like I would like them to have their day in court, so to speak. Um, but places like Chicago, Philadelphia, here, where we had those the spikes in murder rates, they were doing all that they can. It, Agreed. You, you can't just walk out in the streets and go... There were some very successful operations that the chief has run um, to get all these guns off the streets in the last handful of months. That's why he's not been on social media. Right. Um, they've done a good job, and they seemingly have got a lot of dangerous people and dangerous weapons off the streets. And... Let him ride off in the sunset and enjoy retirement. Maybe he does a city job or something. I don't know if Chief Crawl really received. I think he was 
majority supported and as he should be it's not it he seemed to have done a good job he seems to be well intended he was good with communication the amount of times he had to do press conferences for you know some of these major shootings that we had had over the last couple of years during his time uh, a close family friend even probably considers himself an uncle of mine was calvin williams with the cleveland police department and the amount of times he was in the news and the criticism that he got was rough rough do you remember um George Floyd time a couple of years ago, I guess 20, 26 months ago, um, there were some protesters mm-hmm. that were marching around or making some commotion around mm-hmm. Chief Crawl's house. He lives somewhere in South Toledo and he came out and spoke to them. There's a pretty powerful picture of him face to face and they, they were pissed at him for one reason or another. I think it's because when the George Floyd protests here... As with many other places, people were getting shot with rubber bullets. Right. And good for him. He he went out there and he didn't have to. Um, I mean, it, it's the right thing to do, mm-hmm. but he didn't have to. And he went out there and he heard those people. And yeah. that was the beginning of seemingly like as positive as a relationship as the communities were going to have. And you know what I did like that I can't stand in other areas? It wasn't something that was slapped all over the headlines, in my opinion. They weren't singing kubaya and holding hands and then making it a news hot button topic because I think that sometimes those things are done specifically for it's Mm. like hey look at me going downtown to help the people experiencing homelessness where it's like do it without the recognition and I think that he's that kind of person yeah there was a there was something that I read in the stories in the last couple days where that he had gone out with whatever it was I don't want to say it was a Black Lives Matter thing, but some kind of unity protest, and he was out there. Mm-hmm. So, And he wasn't doing it for the photo op. There was one thing that happened before we knew each other. It was like 2017 or 2018. I will never forget it. And he deserves to get credit for this, too. Um, I'm pretty sure he was chief at the time, because it was like 2017 or 18. It was a Friday night, hot Friday night in the summertime, and somebody in some part of town, I think police, shot a guy. And he was up to something. He was, I believe, up to criminal activity. Mm-hmm. His dead body was there on the street, and and the streets got out because cops shot some, some people, and there was a wall of police officers, and it looked it looked like, that. yeah, it looked like we were going to be on the news. Like I was watching that thing unfold on Twitter. It's a Friday night, nice summertime night. Sunlight, sun. It was on the east side or remember. North Toledo. I mean, I do remember. I do remember that. And they were out. He was running away. He appeared to be running away, and they and his body was still there. It was questionable, and they hadn't covered him up. Yeah, covered the, covered the body up. I remember. And I was watching that unfold, going, "We're going to be a CNN story." Yeah. And look, he gets the credit because his people kept things in check, and it was fascinating to watch. You know, a line of police officers of all different colors. You know doing what they could to keep the peace. And one sneeze or sneer, and before you know it, we have things that we've seen in the last couple of years happening at a much less testy time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we could have been one of those stories. Well done, Chief Crawl. Well deserved. I told my friend officer, uh, my friend officer Hassan, he should should, uh, go for the job. Is he going to? He does the uh, truck, right? Yes. He didn't think my idea would work of... Uh, 
throwing ice cream cones at criminals or offer them offer hey offer can i offer you ice cream remember i wanted to offer money to people not shoot. <laughs> yeah, i will no. give you cookie dough ice cream for the rest of your life you don't shoot this person <laughs> they don't give a shit about ice cream he couldn't do that job i couldn't imagine who even could do it but you bring up a good point will he go the chief bird route mm. of some type of safety thing i my guess would be is with all the stress he's been under for, for a couple oh, of years for a while and thank thankfully like good for him at least from what I've seen is he hasn't really aged. Like he mm. could have aged six years in these two years. He, I think he just wants grandpa time. Maybe a consultant role. Maybe he'll take on some sort of consultancy stuff, which is great. Um, we're going to wrap up. Well, no, we'll go over to other content now. Okay. Beep. What's the other content? I'm editing in the stuff we already did. Oh. Q105. I have the pleasure of having one half of my best friend in the studio here with me today, the beautiful, gorgeous, soon-to-be-married Alex Thomas. Oh, thanks. Um, Give me a couple of minutes so I can put you on the hot seat, and uh, we'll do some, I have some tickets to give away once we wrap this up, part of our summer blockbuster for Lainey. They will be at Freedom Hill. Um, have you ever, ever been to a show up there? Yes. Good venue. Yes. Who's Lainey? Uh, Lainey is L.A. New York. There are a, a couple of pop dudes, um, big stars, millions of followers on social. Interesting. Good stuff. Uh, what's your favorite food truck? Oh, gosh. Um, poppies. 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 They do the tacos, but then also do hibachi, which right. is a weird combination, but I really love their tacos. You can make a taco out of anything. Yeah, but theirs are kind of, the, I mean, the cilantro sauce they use, and it has some peppers in it, and it's not like your ordinary, it's kind of like a gringo taco, but it's still really good. Can I love we, it. Can we say gringo? I think can so. Can I say it? That's not a slur, is okay. it? I don't oh, know. Whoops. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to give you a food truck. He, uh, and you'll have to tell me it's a, a Toledo food truck or not. Okay. Okay. How many food trucks do you think are here? Oh, lots. I feel like we have 30. 30? Is that a lot? I would say there might be like well over 100. Oh, okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Toledo food truck or not, Falafel King? Not. That is a Toledo food truck. Really? Yep. Oh, they don't come out enough. I haven't seen them. Toledo food truck or not, Alex? Holy Jesus. Not. Toledo food truck. Oh, do they compete with maybe Cheese Born with it? That's what I was thinking. Now, they look like a chain, but you can buy it locally. Kind of like, um, is it Mike's Water Ice that I like? Yes. Like, that's a franchise, but you can buy them here. Interesting. All right, you're 0 for 2. Next up, Toledo food truck or not, Chicks and Chunks. I feel like you're going to throw me for a loop, so this is not a Toledo truck, because the first two were Toledo trucks. That is... Is not a Toledo food truck. Okay. Next up, Toledo food truck or not, Los Agaves. Not a Toledo food truck. That is a Toledo food truck. Dang it, I'm horrible at this game. You're really bad. A couple more. Toledo food truck or not, Phillies in the 419. Phillies in the 419. Not a food truck. Correct. Okay. Toledo food truck or not, Hangry but healthy. Not a food truck. Correct. Now you're on a roll. One last one. Which do I want to give you? There's a, what's the the coffee one that Bethany likes? Like Kickstarter bean? I think so. Okay. Uh, Toledo food truck or not. Flick the beans. No way is that a Toledo food truck. That needs to be in Las Vegas or something. Is Am I the only one that went dirty? Did, did your mind go to a dirty Rude. place? Rude. 
Did your mind go to a dirty place? No, that That's, is that is not a Toledo food is truck. Is that a food truck? It is not a Toledo food truck. But not is it a food truck? Could be somewhere. Oh my god, do they serve kids? Kids don't know what that is. <laughs> All right. Part two. Once again, I have my good friend Alex Thomas here in the studio. October 1st, you're getting married. Mm-hmm. And I'll, for like the first handful of months of this year, it has been drama-free getting ready for the wedding. But can we call this RSV problems? I think we can call this just crunch time. Because I think it accumula- it like in, there's a lot. Yes, RSVP problems, but also... There's still decorations left to DIY, and there's still bills to pay. But this is the first time outside of money and the decorations and whatever else for the day of that I've seen you get stressed about because people are inviting others who they're adding to the plus one. Is that what it is? Yeah. And I hate to say that because I think that there's so many people that I wish I could have invited, but I could not have. And I also made the assumption they weren't going to be able to make it. And I don't know if it's just that my family hasn't really gotten together in such a long time, but like everybody's coming. I mean, so many people that I thought were not going to come are like, hey, we'll be there, which is a good thing. But it's also like I didn't take in any of this into consideration. In fact, I thought the exact opposite. And I said, all right, well, we'll invite these folks, but they're not going to come. You know, so we'll really be good with this guest count when we're actually teetering very closely. We're like rising very quickly to the other number. What what's what's the number you had targeted? Eighty to a hundred. No more than a hundred. How many would you realistically expect? Probably right at a hundred. What what will I have to call Chief? Armstrong and go, I need you to talk to the fire marshal. No. What number will that be? Like one Over 150. Oh, stop. Oh, my God. Uh, Is that possible? No, we didn't even invite 150. That's the that's the capacity for the room. Got it. Okay. Um, but I want dancing and kind of space for people to move around. And um, our buddy Kevin Mullen had taught me when I was out there the appropriate like foot, the amount of feet each table is supposed to be from one another and my family's just going to have to get out of their chairs one at a time you included so if you're getting out of your seat to get up then whoever's behind you is going to have to stay seated until you get up oh my god it's going to be like <laughs> push your chairs in everyone <laughs> we're talking about glass city metro park pavilion as well uh, well good luck with all this after this gets wrapped up and hopefully this will be sooner rather than later what's the next thing that you think will stress you about the wedding other than we're under two months the bills most oh the bills 100 percent. i didn't think those would stress you well because we do have a fair amount saved but i think i don't look at it as much if that makes any sense i didn't really move it it's just in my account same with thomas and i think and i mean you know i really don't do a whole lot i think we went to the wood county fair and i spent 60 dollars, and i was sweating you know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. like, I should not have done that. Um, but inflation, like, I don't think I took into consideration that everything is more expensive. So I'm spending hundred bucks a week on gas, you know, because of the driving and whatnot. And so it's just chips. It just, it just chips away. So we're like, we're getting to the point where we're at our final bills in the next uh, 30 to 40 days. You know, most people say pay us two days before the wedding. Um, and I'm like, whoa, whoa. So Thomas and I have to, we, it's crunch time for sure. You need to do or consider doing what everybody else is doing. You push those costs off on the customer. 
Like I've noticed here and there where my, my coffee's up 10 cents here or it's $3 today at SIP for a, a large coffee. Mm. So you need to push your costs off on, on the customers, the clients, the attendees. No, I'm not going to bill them. Although <laughs> I don't, I mean, I think we've seen this conversation before and this might be the only acceptable time where we're like, listen, I mean it. You better show up. And if you're not going to show up, that is totally okay. Just let me know because I have until like the 20th of September to pull you from the list. And that means I don't have to pay for you. Like I do have until the 20th of September to give the final number, which would then reflect the final bill for the rental company and for the caterer. And if we, if they quoted us for a hundred and we have 80, that's 20 people I don't have to pay for at $25 just for catering a plate, which is a really good price. Um, and those are 20 chairs I don't have to pay for at $5 a chair and X amount of tables I don't have to pay for. You know what I mean? Like, Can we do bring your own food and drink and chair? It's like when you, it's like when you go to a movie at Promenade Park. You have to bring your own stuff, right? That's going to be your wedding. Inflationary times. Sorry, everybody. You know, although I'm interested with the weather, and this might be a last minute thing. I, and I don't, I think we would have to like tap into Matt Killam for this, but like, can I put tables outside? Like if we, if there's overflow and there's more and we actually are at like 120, that little area right where the lights are, right? Can we put round tables outside and put some chairs outside? And it's like, here, you folks, you get to see the river and the skyline. It might be cold though by the time the sun sets because it's October 1st. So it's not going to be as comfortable but if everybody's all liquored up, it doesn't matter, right? Right. And <laughs> Ashley and Kevin can go outside and Floyd. Let's. <laughs> we can go. We can go back to Friday when we were talking about that that funeral I went to, where everybody was in the parking lot tailgating. Oh, that's my family for sure. Do do that with the wedding. If if there's not enough uh, seats inside, happy. I'll open up my trunk. No. 